Hey guys, I am recording this into GarageBand this morning instead of into Descript like I usually do. So if the sound quality is different than you have grown accustomed to over these last weeks, it is what it is. I was going to apologize, but I'm in kind of a Descript's not working. I don't have a great internet connection. It is what it is. The show goes on. So speaking of the show going on, I'm I'm trying to think of what exactly I want to share with you today. It's mid-December and I I had another episode planned. I think I'm going to say that almost every week. I have another episode planned and here we are instead. And I have a few things I want to share with you guys. One of them is a goal-setting episode which I'm actually quite excited about recording because I have recently decided on an entirely new goal-setting paradigm for myself that tosses out time-bound goals entirely. So I am relinquishing SMART goals for at least 2024 as an experiment. And I'm really excited to share with you my thinking around that. But that is not today because my thinking on that is approximately 90 minutes old and I need a little bit of time for myself to think through that some more. So the second thing that I want to share with you, that I actually think I'm going to take the episode in this direction, is an experiment that I've been running. And I had not thought about it as an experiment until yesterday. And I'm going to call it a failed experiment. So this episode is going to be about trying and failing and seeing those moments in your life as an experiment And I'm also going to be talking about my own life as an experiment and this idea of authority and how very much I am not trying to be an authority on you, on your life, on what you should do with it. All I can share with you is the experiments that I'm running and the lessons that I learn about them in real time. So let's get into it. You are listening to Ill-Advised, a show of ideas and insights for women who are ready to bet on themselves, go all in, and take that leap into faith, even if doing so could be considered ill-advised. I'm your host, Jessica L. Let's see what happens. This is going to be kind of a vulnerable episode, I think, for me, because I'm going to be telling the truth about how things have been going in my business for the last 90 days since I started it, since I went full-time in my business. Actually, that's not true. I went full-time in my business two months ago, but three months ago, right around Labor Day, is when I decided, yes, I'm signing up for coach training. I am going to do this. So my business in that sense is about three months old. And for the last three months, I have been attempting experimenting with growing my business on Instagram, on connecting with people on Instagram, on seeing Instagram as the path to reaching new people, inviting them into my world, and signing clients. And at this point in time, mid-December of 2023, I have signed, first of all, no clients, no clients who are paying me money, and Obviously, none of those zero clients have come from Instagram. And it has been three months of frustration, intense frustration, and anger, 
and confusion and self-doubt and uncertainty just layered on top of each other one day after the next, like another round of frustration, another round of frustration. And the more time I spent on Instagram, like I am not immune to the content that other people put out into the world, right? That other coaches put into the world, that marketing gurus or, you know, even ad agencies, people who are growing their businesses online, like they are creating content and they are creating value. There is a lot of value in the content that I consume on Instagram. When I was trying to model this, myself in my own business. So here, here's, let me give you an example of what would happen. I would see someone in the coaching industry say something, they would post something, and I would feel very magnetized toward it. I felt like they were talking to me. I felt like, ooh, they have an answer that I can use. And then from there, I would step back and say, okay, if that formula, what they just posted, if that worked for them, that means it can work for me too. Because their content worked on me, that means it works. So all I have to do is copy it and put my content in that same formula and just model that and put that on my own Instagram. And nothing, nothing fills me with more frustration and rage than trying to do that. The times that I felt most angry was when I was trying to copy someone else's method. And a lot of times these posts, this copy, is framed very authoritatively. It very much comes from a place of, I have been where you are. I have solved that problem in my own life. Here is the answer. I have the answer. And it's because I went through it and I learned it. And that is so convincing to me, you guys. I am so swayed by that. I am a seeker. I've always been a seeker. So when someone says to me, I've got your answer, I am hook, line, and sinker into that. However, what I have learned is that they never have my answer. I can try their methods. I can try their things. But I am fundamentally a contrarian, fundamentally a rebel, fundamentally someone who has to do it my own way and has to learn, frankly, the hard way. I have to try it for myself. I have to learn the hard way. And in some senses, that sucks. And in some cases, it's a lot of fun. And it just is what it is. But I have decided to stop resisting that part of myself that is experimentally based. And what this means for my clients and my prospective clients and the people that I'm trying to reach is that for the last 90 days, I have been experimenting with this identity as a coach authority. You know, that, hey, I've been where you've been. I've come out on the other side. Here is what I've learned. And I made lists of all the lessons I've learned from all of the different experiments I've run, you know, from running a business, from getting married and getting divorced, from moving a dozen times, from quitting on one plan and starting another and like burning down my life over and over. I wrote down all of the times I burned down my life and started over and I wrote down all the lessons I've learned. And even though those lessons are mine and I did learn them, the attempt, the process of creating content around old lessons for me was like pulling teeth. 
And I couldn't understand. I could not get it. I was like, but this is true. Like I've, I've been there. I do actually know how to help people with imposter syndrome. I do know how to help people with indecision. I do know how to help people who keep stopping themselves from pursuing the life they really want. I have been there. I know what it feels like and where they are. Why can't I produce content for them? What is the issue? And I realized that it's this concept of authority. I simply cannot present myself to you that way, guys. Like, I, I'm not an authority on your life. What I can share with you and what feels so effortless is what I'm doing right now. I am sharing with you a lesson that I am learning in real time. This is stuff that I was journaling about and talking about with my coach yesterday. This concept of I've got to do it my own way and I have to share my lessons as I go. I cannot retrospectively share with you content that feels old and complete to me. That's a question that I ask my clients a lot. I'm like, does this feel complete to you? The, the topic that we're working on in session, does it feel complete? Do you feel like you have gotten what you need from this time with me? And a lot of these older lessons that I've been trying to create content around, they feel complete to me. They are not present at the front of my mind. I need someone to come to me and say, Jessica, I'm really struggling with imposter syndrome at work. I'm really struggling with making this decision. I'm really struggling with, you know, taking a leap of faith. And then I can share my lessons with them in this kind of responsive dialogue, right? I can help them find the truth that is theirs using my experiences as a bit of a mirror and like a ping pong ball, sort of like we're playing ping pong with each other. And I'm just offering them different things that maybe they find their own answers within in the course of playing that game. But if I'm just sitting here in a vacuum trying to tell you guys all the things I learned about deciding not to go to law school because I was scared, that that's, doesn't light me up. You know, going back in my history and digging up the past does not feel good to me unless it has a very specific purpose for a very specific person. So. That is the context, I guess, for this failed experiment that I made, which was being on Instagram and trying to grow my business on Instagram. That's the first lesson I learned, that I have to be sharing things with you guys that I'm learning in real time. And that feels most authentic to me instead of trying to teach someone something that I learned, you know, 10 years ago in a vacuum. And then the other thing that I learned from 90 days of really trying to grow my business on Instagram is the power of self-concept and the way you talk about yourself. I've mentioned this before. I follow this wonderful real estate agent, and her name is Christy Snap. So shout out to Christy. She's my agent in Indy. And several months ago, I just realized, I was like, I've been following Christy for a while. And she's now consistently posting about rentals. And I'm like, oh my God, one day I just was scrolling on Instagram and I saw her and I was like, oh, well, Christy's the rental agent. Like if I want a rental, I need to go ask her. I need to go talk to her. And I thought back on when I first started following her and that had not been the case. She had this expertise in rentals. She's owned and managed her own for years, but she hadn't been posting about it. And all it took for me to start associating her 
with rentals in my mind was her continuing to say, I know rentals. I'm the expert on rentals. And that was just really incredible for me because I think we make things really complicated. I was trying to make my online branding really specific, you know, like I can help you do X, Y, Z with ABC, you know, like you've probably seen those really, really narrowly focused value propositions. And I was trying to do that and it wasn't working for me and it just was filling me with frustration. And then I noticed that Christy is just saying like, listen, I do rentals and that's all it took. So when you start to believe something about yourself, and for Christy, I'm guessing that it was, I know how to build wealth with real estate income properties. My guess is that she believes that up and down her body, no questions asked. And then once you believe something like that about yourself, all you have to do is tell people that very simply and very consistently. And that is branding. And it does not have to be more complicated than that. That was lesson two. The third lesson that I was writing down in my journal this morning about this failed 90-day experiment of growing my business on Instagram is that Instagram for me, social media marketing for me, is simply a bodycon sweater dress. That is social media marketing to me. It has never worked. Never worked. Even when I was in real estate, we did not grow our business on social media. We could never get our shit together with our social media accounts. And we had a really good business. My ex built it by being himself out in the world, by going and meeting people. And that was the model that I followed too. Like went out meeting people and being helpful to them and being nice and being myself and being fun. That was what worked. And then I even think about the years that I was in a PR agency or any of the companies that I worked for trying to manage their social media. I loathed it, loathed it. There is nothing more energy sapping and frustrating to me than trying to write copy for social media. Like with the intent of, you know, this week I have to post three times on my accounts. And these are the things I'm going to say, and I need to write that stuff, I need to schedule it, I need to do that. I, I loathe that. It drains my energy. It frustrates me. I realized this is the business equivalent, the marketing equivalent of a bodycon sweater dress for me. No matter how many times I try on a bodycon sweater dress, it doesn't work. And silly me, I forget it every time because they look so cute. I'm like, I really want this to work this time but it never does. It's the same thing with running. Years ago, this is a lesson I could apply to everything in my life. Years and years ago, I just decided I am not going to try to run anymore. I hate running. I can do it, but I hate it. Every single time I'm supposed to go out for a run, I am angry about it because I fundamentally deep down don't want to go. And you know what I did? I found other things that I like to do instead. I found Pure Bar, I found Bikram yoga, and eventually I found weightlifting. And you have to drag me out of the gym. I love being there. I love lifting. I love everything about it. I actually have to check the clock and say, oh, okay, you've been here for an hour and 45 minutes. You have to leave now. That is the difference between doing something in a way that you hate versus a way that you love. And I decided that 
my approach to fitness was not going to be one that I hated. And so I gave up running. I don't even think about it anymore. There was not a single part of me that ever believes I really should be running. If I'm going to be a fit person, if I'm going to achieve my fitness goals, I really need to get back into running. That's a lie. It's not true for me. And I'm never going to do it. And that's a lesson that I had not yet figured out about social media marketing. But it's true for me. I hate it. I like going on Instagram and sharing stories and photos occasionally, like when the inspiration hits me. And I'll probably talk at some point about inspiration versus like commitment to just showing up for the practice. Because in writing, if you're trying to write, you know, for instance, a novel, you can wait for inspiration to hit. But if you've got some type of goal, like there's there are ways that you can bribe yourself to feel inspired at certain times. But for me, with Instagram being an ongoing thing, you've got finite projects and you can do certain things that you might be able to do for a period of time that you couldn't do forever. Social media marketing to me was a black hole and it was an eternity. I was like, this is never going to end. If I build my business this way, there isn't a point in time at which I'm going to be finished with it. It's not like writing a book where eventually you're done. You finish that manuscript, it is complete. That is not true for Instagram. You're just going to every single week continue to write posts. So for me, it was like, listen, I'm just going to keep going on there and posting what I feel like and sharing when I feel inspired. But I am giving up on it being the engine of my business. And since I made that decision, those, those three lessons, you know, that I, I have to share my current journey. And I have to present myself exactly as I am and not as an authority on someone else's life. The branding piece and then this, like this idea that this simply isn't for me and I don't have to keep trying to make it be for me. That opens me up to find out what is for me. Like I have cleared this out of the way and now I have space to do something that actually feels like me. And, you know, one thing that I want to share, I guess, in closing is, well, two things. First, there is nothing wrong with a failed experiment. I am calling this very intentionally a failure. The 90 days that I spent trying Instagram as the, the engine for my business's growth, I'm calling it a failure for a very, very specific reason. For years and years, I have not seen really any failures in my life. I just ref I refused to see them because I don't think it's good to beat yourself up about your failures, right? The things you tried that didn't work. So what I would do is I would try something and it would not produce the result I wanted and I would just move on. I would just move on to the next thing. I wouldn't think too hard about it. I wouldn't examine it. And I think it's because I wasn't using the language of failure to describe it. But recently, I realized, oh, wait, if failure is neutral, if it doesn't come with this negative connotation, if it's just an experiment that didn't produce the result you expected, then if I label it as such, I can now go in and do a postmortem and say, for 90 days, I tried this and it didn't produce what I thought it was going to, what I wanted it to produce. What did I learn? What am I going to do differently next time? And that perspective on failure has changed a lot for me. I'm like, oh, cool. This is like 
useful to me now. I can now call this an experiment and use it, use the results of this experiment to go forward. The second thing I want to share is kind of related to this conversation about Instagram. It's really important to ground in your real life. That is advice I gave to a friend who was dealing with a non-business issue earlier this week. And it's so important for me to ground in my life offline, to really look around and say, what is around me now? Like, where, what is happening in my life? Who are the people around me? Who is real in my world? Not on social media. And just to really say, like, looking around the space that you're in and saying, I'm safe here in this room, in this place, in this city, whatever it may be. I am physically safe and protected. And there is something about that grounding for me when I start to feel very confused and frustrated and in the wind about anything that brings me back to myself. So if you're struggling with that sense of groundlessness, I'm sure there's a better word for it, but I'm not thinking of it right now because this is completely off the cuff. If you're struggling with that sense of groundlessness and confusion and uncertainty, then one of the things that I might suggest is just ground into your real life however you need to, whatever that might look like for you. So that's today's episode. I guess the last thing in closing I want to say is I'm not an authority on your life. I'm not going to present myself as such. And I know that anytime anyone tries to present themselves as an authority on me, I just immediately rebel. Like I, I try it their way and then I, I, I end up rebelling. And that's not the relationship that I want to have with you. So. I am just going to share things that I have learned as I'm learning them. And if you come to me with a problem that I have experienced and solved in my own life five, eight, ten years ago, perfect. That is when I can offer those lessons to you in that kind of dialogue and that ping pong. But if I'm just trying to generate those lessons and share them in a vacuum, that feels to me like being an authority and that doesn't feel authentic to me. So all of that said, I will be less present on Instagram. I'll still be there, but I'll probably be posting less content. So here is how you can stay in touch with me. Number one, the podcast. Number two, you can email me. I love getting emails. and I love writing letters. So if you're so inclined to send an actual letter to someone, we could totally be pen pals. And the third thing is my email newsletter. So I send that out every Wednesday. You can subscribe at the link in the show notes. And it includes like notes from my desk, the real-time things that I'm learning, and then usually some kind of thought experiment that you can take and practice at home on your own. Those are the three ways that you can connect with me. And did I say three? I hope there were three things I mentioned just then. Last thing I want to say is if you want career coaching. If you are coming up on some type of transition, if you're itching for a reinvention, if you're kind of just feeling like, man, something, I'm ready for something to change, but I don't know what, then I want to talk to you. Reinvention is my favorite thing. You can book a consult. You can email me. My email's in the show notes, or you can book a link at 
book a link. You can book a consult at the link in my bio. Thank you for listening to me rattle today. You guys, that's all for me this week. And I will see you around. Bye.